When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Great Scott. What's up, Gen Xers? I am Stu Monkey. I support Gen X Grown Ups on Patreon because it's a lot easier than trying to get a 1982 DeLorean to 88 miles per hour. Just go to genxgrownup.com slash Patreon to learn more. And now, why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? Gen X Grown Up is a YouTube channel, website, and audio podcast you're listening to right now. All made for and by people who love exploring media, games, tech, and toys of yesterday and today through the eyes of Gen Xers who refuse to grow up. Your dinner cannot just be french fries. Basically, life sucks as a Welcome back, Gen X Grown-Up Podcast listeners, to this Backtrack edition of the Gen X Grown-Up Podcast. I am John. Joining me, as always, is George. Hey, how's it going, guys? And you know that Bo is here. Hey, everybody. You know that picking just the right holiday gift for the Gen X nerd in your life can be challenging, but we are here to help. (laughs) Last year, around this same time, we released our Geek Gift Guide, and it was so well-received that we're doing it again. In this episode, we're going to run down some of the great gift ideas for the 2021 holidays, regardless of your budget. And none of these gift ideas are a vaccine. No, (laughs) that's totally free. You should already have that. (laughs) We have some great picks. But before we get into those picks to tell you what you can get your geek friend or get one of us if you want, because we probably like it because it's on our list. It's time for some fourth listener email. The fourth listener this time around is Alan over from the Project Gen X podcast, a friend of ours. Ah. Uh, The subject line of his email was horror debate. Uh Uh Uh-oh. There we go. (laughs) I was waiting for these emails to start. Oh, you know they were coming. No oh, question. Yeah. Right. So we just had our horror debate to backtrack. Go back around the Halloween time. We had some guests on. Uh, there were some uh, some vehement opinions about who was right and wrong. It was a great time. Here's what Alan had to say about the horror debates. As much as it pains me to say this, Uh-oh. I am on George's side here. <gasps> Why is it everybody has pain when they agree with I me? I don't know. What? I don't know. <laughs> some kind of new Crohn's disease or something that's happening? <laughs> it's, it's just an is thing, I guess. It's an instinct, maybe. Knee-jerk reaction. <laughs> Even with his incorrect opinion on Chuck E. Cheese, Showbiz Pizza Forever. <laughs> wow, that's a good callback there. And his trash choice in candy, Kit Kats. Really? Okay, now now I'm getting pissed. You're not going to bag on my Kit Kats. Well, he's he's going to pull out the nosedive. He says, George is correct, though, about ambiguous endings and jump scares. Ah. <laughs> All right. Although I do agree jump scares can be overused for cheap heat, they are a central part of horror dating back decades. The skeleton in the haunting comes to mind. An ambiguous ending is so common these days due to studios always looking to build a new franchise. It seems played out, but done well, it creates an appetite for more. Halloween is a prime example of doing it right. To yeah, a yeah. point. And I think we said as much. We, we talked about that, right? Well, yeah. no. It, so the ending was good. We're not saying that the subsequent movies were good. <laughs> no, no. That was my all. I wanted yeah, to have time to in that, that debate to make that point because yeah. everybody kept bagging on the fact that I picked Halloween. 
Halloween. I'm not saying the other movies were good. I'm just saying it was a good way to keep the franchise going and we wouldn't mm, have had all yep. the films since. Yeah. And Alan bad. agrees. I mean, it, it's, you know, well done. He's not speaking to the quality of the sequels, just the fact that they did it right. So, okay. He goes on to say, as far as the millennials, <laughs> the Halloween and Alien franchises are both great horror franchises and even the bad installments. Midsummer is an overblown, up its own ass piece of shit and I will never get that time back. <laughs> Respect the elders of horror and recognize. <laughs> Love the show, Alan. Thanks, Alan. Yeah, I'm kind of a fan of Alan right now. <laughs> and this is, I think I hear Marcus cheering. Right? I'm sure somewhere in the distance. Yeah, right, he's like, standing up on his table, jumping up and down, yeah, fist yes, in the air. Yes, vindicated. <laughs> Thank you so much, Alan. We are starting to get email trickling in over those horror debates. I don't think that's the last one we're going to hear on this no. show. We always appreciate when the fourth listener writes in. If you would like your email featured here on the show, it's super easy. Just hit us up at podcast at genxgrownup.com. Read every single one. And most of them, just like Alan's, make this show. All right. If you've been looking for shopping ideas, your worries are over. We're going to take care of you right after the break. Stick around. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Be sure to subscribe to or follow Gen X Grown Up wherever you listen. And while you're there, rate and review the show, too. It helps more than you know. An exquisite fragrance for a man here. He'll love it. He'll hate it. He'll hate it. He'll hate it. It's perfumey. This Christmas, give him what he really wants. Clean, fresh old spice. America's favorite with the classic masculine scent men love as much as their women. Old Spice. I love it. You love it? I love it. I love it. And I love you. This Christmas, give him Old Spice. And if he likes the scent of leather, give him Old Spice leather. It's just after Thanksgiving time, which typically means the busiest shopping time of the year. People are getting ramped up for Christmas because they really didn't uh, plan ahead. And now with the with the supply shortages, it's going to be even tougher to find mm-hmm. some uh, good gifts for the, the geek in your life. Good time to give cash. Or toilet paper. I always, always take cash and toilet <laughs> paper. <laughs> <laughs> Two things I will never turn down. You wouldn't need that if you had a bidet, George. Toilet paper, not necessary. <laughs> We're back to bidets again. Okay, anyway, let's leave that alone. <laughs> we can't get out of it. Is that on our list already? <laughs> I don't know. Just, Let's find out. Picks, I'm sure. <laughs> Let's see. What we've done is we've broken this down into categories. In each segment, we're going to give you some gifts in different price ranges. So we're going to start in this first segment with great gifts for geeks under $25. We've scoured the internet, our best recommendations. Uh, why don't we start with you, Mo? What, are, okay. what is your recommendation for a great geek gift under $25? Bucks? Sure. Actually, I found this on a bunch of various sites, and they all kind of rated it pretty high as a good gift this year. It's called the Work From Home Survival. Survival kit. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's appropriate. You can get it from Amazon and it's half gag, half practical stuff. All right. So it comes with like, I think nine different items and it's all for dollars. All of us have been working at home and probably still will work at home at some level. Right. Mm. And they have things like they have a uh, buzzword bingo card in there. Oh, like the conference calls. Yeah. You know, nice. Synergy. Synergy. Hanging fruit. <laughs> Crap like that. <laughs> a do not disturb sign to put on top of your desk to keep your family away. <laughs> you need one of those, George. Yeah. <laughs> then it has some funny things like a pants versus pajamas coin to flip determines which one you wear that day. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and it has these like a phone stand and it has like a cover for webcam through your phone, a couple other things. And it's only 20 bucks. That's sweet. And yeah. I think that for these days, I don't think anybody out there doesn't know at least a few people who are working from home on some level mm-hmm. now. Yep. And it's just a fun gag gift. Like I said, some of it's practical, some of it's just really funny and totally pointless except to be funny. And I think it's a pretty good gift for 20 bucks. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that sounds like something I kind of want. So whenever you're ready to send it over. <laughs> <laughs> I can send you a $20 gift. Order it now but because George's Amazon takes weeks to get there. I know. So yeah, order it for Christmas might now. get it in time. <laughs> I might get it in January of 2023. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> According to my Amazon, I'll get it by tomorrow. Wow. Oh, what? What a dick. He just had to play that card, didn't he? It was going so well up until then. So that's what I got for 20 bucks. So John, what do you got for that much? Uh, So now I always have been a fast food drive-through junkie, but ever since the pandemic, especially I find that I do more of that, especially the early days when you just, you know, drive up with your mask and wipe down your credit card and hand it to him briefly. And, uh, but one thing I always sacrifice when I do drive-through, I'm a ketchup-aholic. Like I put ketchup on my ketchup, but I never get ketchup (laughs) or dipping sauces in the drive-through because it's just such a hassle. So I found this thing and when I saw it, I'm like, how can I not already own some of these? And I had to get it. This is called the <laughs> Sauce Moto Dip Clip. So oh. what it is, is, so you see, you know how you hang your phone in the car, right? You, you clip it onto the, like the air conditioning vent. You can hang your phone. Right, right. This is a thing that will hold your ketchup or chicken nugget dipping sauce. It clips right on to the, the vent from your air conditioner. It's the perfect size to hold a nugget <laughs> oh sauce. God. It has a little, yes, a little reservoir so you put ketchup in it. So I see you shaking your head at me, oh, but I'm I just tired went of not having ketchup. On Amazon, I too. And I'm looking at the pictures that they have on this. I can't believe, like this has come from Shark Tank. It was somebody's genius idea that something I've needed all my life and never knew where I could solve the problem. And I've always, I go to the drive-thru, I'm like, oh, I, I want ketchup, but I really can't, so I'll deal with it. So these things, Sauce Moto Dip Clip, a set of two is only 10 bucks. Won't set you back very far. And they have different colors too, I see. Yeah. I don't really <laughs> eat my food in my car as I'm driving, so that's why this never occurred to me. I, mm. I order my food from the drive-thru and I drive home and then I sit down and I eat it. But I guess if you're on the road, maybe a truck driver exactly. or something right. like yeah. that, this would be a great little handy Did, did you thing. say drunk driver or truck driver? I missed truck what you said. Driver. Hopefully oh, truck, truck driver. driver. <laughs> okay. <laughs> drunk driver is a whole different kind of yeah. clip. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a clip that keeps them from driving. Right. I mean, it's a cute, I mean, inexpensive and even just a stocking stuffer. I think it's a neat idea. Yeah. Anybody who's a, you know, junk foodaholic. But what are you telling your friends when you give them a gift like this, though? That you care about them or that they eat too much junk you food? You care about them and want them to enjoy ketchup. That's that you all. can hear their arteries hardening as they <laughs> Hardening <laughs> as it goes. Yeah. That's what you tell your friend. You want to get that life insurance that much sooner. We want you to be comfortable as you kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. That's my pick. All right. So, George, bad. under 25 bucks, what is your recommendation for our listeners? Well, I have a recommendation that's specifically tailored to a specific friend of mine. So I have been scouring the interwebs for this for quite a while, and it took me 45 seconds to find it. Oh, good. So (laughs) I found a Goonies Blu-ray edition. (laughs) Wow. Just because. You know, George, I have the perfect friend that would be a perfect gift for. I know. I do, too. Isn't it amazing? Wow. It's the the gift for everyone. Everybody has a friend who needs a Goonies Blu-ray edition. Absolutely. 
is not only the Blu-ray DVD, but it also comes with the digital code, 4K Ultra HD oh, or something. Or so it's got the whole <laughs> gambit of Goonies goodness. You oh. wouldn't want to miss a pixel of this. Here's right. a classic oh. film. You gotta get the 4K <laughs> version and be come on. <laughs> it's twenty dollars. It's on Amazon. It's fun. It's funny. It's a good movie. So if you haven't seen it, yeah, there's probably easier ways to go out there and go see the Goonies movie, but this way you can own it forever. And, and very few ways of giving that movie tell somebody you need to see this freaking movie. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if there's someone you have in mind, maybe make sure they have a Blu-ray player because it's quite possible <laughs> that the person you're thinking of. It's okay. If you don't, it has digital. It's so you digital can code. the code and oh, go right. watch it. Oh, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. I feel targeted somehow. I don't know why. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, yeah. Are you tired of seeing your teen or young adult struggle on a path that clearly isn't the right fit? Is your teenager confused about which direction to take after high school? The future of work is changing rapidly, and our kids need to know all of the options available after high school so they're empowered to make the choice that is best for them. In each episode, we explore the latest trends that are shaping the opportunities of today and tomorrow. I'm your host, Betsy Jewell, and this is the High School Hamster Wheel Podcast. You're listening to Gen X Grown Up. But if you have a friend who's not yet listening, why not? Tell them about us. They'll thank you later. Come with me to a place. You'll be glad that you did. Get free. And so much more. What a store with Toys R Us Kids. Guess what we want, Jeffrey? You want a Toys R Us Kids sweatshirt. We've got them for everyone, even grown-ups. From $3.97 to $8.97 each. Toys R Us Kid dolls are just $9.97 each. And you can only find them here. Um... And look, it's me, a real stuffed Jeffrey the Giraffe, only $9.97. So now we're getting into a little bit higher price range, right? So we're looking at things mm-hmm. between like 25 and 50 bucks. All right. So if you like somebody a little bit more, here's a gift you can give them. If you like them more than a Goonies disc. <laughs> <laughs> George, why don't you kick us off on this one? What do you got for us? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go back in the well a little bit and talk about something we've already talked about on the show that I was given for my 50th birthday. Uh, that is an Eagle Moss Battlestar Galactica Viper Mark II model. Oh, yeah. Oh, Eagle yeah. Moss does these mm-hmm. tremendously detailed, scaled models, and they have a wide range of IPs that they do. Battlestar Galactica just happens to be one of them. But this Viper Mark II has sat on my shelf now since my 50th birthday back in March, and I still stop and take a look at it. I pick it up and I zoom it around like I'm a little kid. (laughs) It's very fun. It's detailed. It's beautiful. It's got heft and weight to it. So it feels like something that's worth it. Yeah, it's like die cast, isn't it? It is die cast. Yeah. Nice. And right now it's running $45. If you click the little coupon checkbox on Amazon, that's right underneath Mm -hmm. the price. So for $45, I feel like this is a very solid gift for that Battlestar Galactic a fan in your life. Yeah, for mm. sure. Awesome yep. eye candy. It is. This might be a good point to mention that uh, all of these things we're suggesting, Mo's going to throw in our show notes with affiliate code. So not only will you be buying something great for that Battlestar Galactica geek, but you'll be helping out Gen X Grown Up. They'll throw a couple of nickels our way because yeah, affiliate couple. code. So, yeah, <laughs> or one. Uh, maybe, okay, one nickel. Maybe it's one nickel. <laughs> 
That's awesome. So I really like the models as a gift giving aspect, mm-hmm. but John, I think you have something on there that kind of tantalizes the toy geek in us. I think so. Right. So you guys might remember a couple of years ago, I peer pressured you into spending a hundred dollars on a mm-hmm. Kickstarter for the Go Cube. Oh the yeah. Connected mm-hmm. USB I remember power. that night in that hotel. That's right. Wait a minute. That didn't sound good. <laughs> um, <laughs> The next morning, you're like, damn it, I spent $100, John. And I'm sore. <laughs> yep, thanks. No. <laughs> he wakes up next to a Go Cube <laughs> on your pillow. Ah! <laughs> but it has been a great toy. I really love my Go Cube. Great company. In fact, I had a Go Cube go bad and they replaced it 100% for me just after a little troubleshooting. And they, so they stand by their product and they're kind of expensive. They run about 100 bucks for a three by three cube. I still stand by the fact that it's well worth it. But just this year, they have come out with a new variant of their go cube a two by two go cube so this is again a puzzle cube it's like the rubik's cube but it's the two by two so no centerpieces it has the same kind of logic right it connects up to your bluetooth uh, to your phone or your tablet or whatever you can solve the puzzle because it'll teach you how you can play competitively with other people and they're like games like memory matching games and music games and this new two by two is being introduced brand new at forty nine ninety five. Ah, which has the neat. price. And yeah, I feel like <laughs> adding it to my collection. I know how to solve a two by two, and I have a great speed cube. But those two by twos, not only being digital, they are speed cubes. They feel great, like they're buttery smooth and the magnets in them. Yeah, so interesting thing, especially if you've never tried to solve a cube. The Go cubes are great, and this one is a even easier avenue in. Just a two by two, not as nice. tough to solve. So yeah, that's my recommendation. Very cool, Mo. How about you? What do you got under fifty bucks in this range? Yeah, so this is something I actually I talked about on the show before, which is the AeroPress coffee and espresso maker. Yes, yeah, I remember because I think that most geek guys like nothing better than to take a simple act and make it a little bit more complicated, but look cool doing it. (laughs) (laughs) That last part's the most important, actually. You got to look cool. Yeah, you got to look like, oh, I'll make you coffee. No, actually, it's it's pretty easy to use. And it's 30 bucks, which I know is a little pricey, but it does make a damn good cup of coffee. And for me, it's like, I still have my K-cup one, which I use like if I'm in a rush, I'll just throw one in there. But if Mm -hmm. I have a little time, like in the weekend and to make a really good cup of coffee or working from home, I go to that one. That's my go-to coffee machine right now. And it's not even really a machine. There's no mechanical parts or anything. Now, I remember when you described it on the show, but for the benefit of someone that mm-hmm. that didn't hear that show, can you describe how it works? Because it's really novel. Yeah, it is. So imagine like a French press, right? You guys know the French press where you have the glassing, you kind of push the ground to the bottom like a plunger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It kind of works sort of like that, except the press, imagine it fits over your coffee cup. And when you're pushing down on this plunger, you're forcing the hot water through your coffee grounds right into your coffee cup. Mm. So it, because it doesn't sit a long time in the grounds, you get rid of that bitterness in the coffee. Mm-hmm. When I say espresso, because when you make it normally, you push it and then you see, oh, you feel like a third of the way. Well, you better add two thirds more water because that stuff will take off paint. It's so strong. So, <laughs> so but you're saying it takes away the bitterness because that's been my one block to drinking coffee. Oh, my yeah. Whole gets, life. I hate mm-hmm. the bitterness. Yep. Me it too. definitely gets rid of the bitterness because it, like I said, the huh. coffee doesn't sit in the grounds for long, which is what happens. Hmm. So you only get the coffee goodness. Well, since I've given up sodas, this might be a new way back into caffeine for me. Then. There you go. <laughs> Glad I can contribute to that. Now you can stay awake again. Yay. <laughs> so I think for that coffee lover, geek person in your life, I think this is an awesome little gift. All right. The AeroPress Coffee Maker. We'll put a link, as I said, down in the show notes. Thanks. Yeah, absolutely. When we get back, we're stepping it up a little bit. We're going to talk about some gifts under the $100 mark. Ooh. You, you got to really like somebody then. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm Ken Harbaugh, host of Warriors in Their Own Words, a podcast that presents the unvarnished, unsanitized truth of what we have asked of those who defend this nation. As a country, we need these stories more than ever. Stories from Americans who have borne the battle, including 30-year-old remastered interviews with veterans from World War I recounting their time in the trenches of Europe, and with veterans from World War II, Korea, Vietnam, and from our most recent conflicts in Iraq, Afghanistan, and other battlefields Americans may never have heard of. Hear their stories by listening to Warriors in Their Own Words wherever you find podcasts. Each episode of Gen X Grown Up has show notes loaded with links where you can learn more about our topics. And there's even more to see and hear over at GenXGrownUp.com. It's a Radio Shack Merry Christmas. This Christmas, I did the family's gift shopping at Radio Shack. I saved $60 on this VHS remote control VCR. These two-way bass reflex speakers were half price at Radio Shack. This dual-powered calculator with memory was only $8.88, and I saved $30 on a cordless phone for the family. Harry, I'm home. Just finished our Christmas shopping at Radio Shack. The Christmas electronics sale only at Radio Shack. Gentlemen, it's time to break out that C note that you've been waiting to drop on your bestest BFF. And all of these gifts are generally between the $50 and $100 mm-hmm. range. So, John, since you typically get Mo and I to spend way too much of our paychecks, why don't you kick uh, us off? I do. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, I apologize, but not really. I mean, you, you know, you're, you're the beneficiary of my research. Often, unless it's the gook. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, so I have something that I just discovered recently, and I'm putting it on this list because I'm dying to have one, and I hope somebody hears this podcast and gets it. So, <laughs> I wonder who that would be. Yeah. That's all this podcast is. We're not trying to help anybody else. We're just trying to give our listeners ideas so they know, of things they can it. send into us. <laughs> right. Yeah. Mo's going to have 17 arrow presses on the way. Right? <laughs> I already have one, just so you know. So you probably have seen this. It was making its rounds in the internet. It's just coming out. In fact, it's it's announced. It's not even released yet. It's coming out in time for the holidays. You all remember your Fisher-Price telephone the yeah. bright kind of yellow white and red with the rolls on wheels and little boggle oh, eyes yeah. tip yeah, up yeah, and yeah, down yeah, you yeah. can pull it at best buy they have now released the fisher price chatter telephone that's bluetooth what? that you can actually make <laughs> phone calls on now wait a minute (laughs) yes this is bananas so it's a speakerphone you can't just connect a bluetooth and use it like a speakerphone just set it on your table you know it's like a conference call thing but you know the numbers the (laughs) the numbery things right you can dial the phone with it you can actually pick up the handset okay that's pretty cool and you could talk on this little fisher price toy (laughs) via bluetooth if you want oh my god one of the most ridiculous things that i never thought i would ever want but as soon as i saw it like I'm going to use it every day. No, but I, I, I'm dying to have one though. I kind of want a handset for my phone. Now that you've said it, I'm like, damn, that's how I want to talk on the phone again. Like I did when I was 12. <laughs> right. Like you kind of put it between your shoulder. Right. Your- Stop pushing the taco against the side of your face. Like exactly. give me a handset, yeah. right? Why can't it be candy red and attached to a little phone? Wow. Why, Why not? Look at this thing. Why not? It, it looks just like the original Fisher Price phone. It's exactly. It's <laughs> the same. Crazy. Looks like the same molds. Well, they yeah. probably did have the same molds and yeah. everything. I mean, it's Fisher yep. Price. I 
Yeah. Maybe they, yep. hopefully they didn't throw them away or if they did, somebody <laughs> made a new one exactly like the old one. But that's awesome. I love the fact so that the nostalgic. dial works. How yeah. does that it, work over Bluetooth? Yeah. We don't use the dial tones anymore. I, I don't care. I, I'm guessing it probably, <laughs> maybe they are push buttons or something. They said you can dial with it. So I don't know if it actually rotates. Again, I haven't touched one yet. They're brand new. The good news is you'd think 100 bucks, 120 $60 is all this thing is. Okay. Now it's still a lot for a toy, but for as nostalgic as it is, as cute as it is oh yeah i if, if somebody will get me one that's gonna be my day after christmas shopping spree i'm going to best buy <laughs> which is the only place they're currently available right now is best buy uh, you can pre-order them so yeah the bluetooth chatter phone for 60 bucks that's what i would recommend in that price range <laughs> so afterwards if even if you don't buy this you have to go to the the best buy website and look at the video, the video. <laughs> just for that yes just for that because it looks like an <laughs> iphone kind of style but it's like it's yeah, bulky. It's crazy. It's, it's two hand. <laughs> two handed. Two handed. Right? Yeah. It's just crazy. No camera off. It's just stupid. It really it's awesome. wonderful. And actually, it does look like you dial on it. They showed a video of yeah. the spinning. So maybe you just dial like right above. Wow. Nice. I can't wait. That's my pick. Hey, I, I think we're, gonna, we're all going to have one at some point, I think. They're just too damn cute. Yeah. <laughs> George, how about you? What do you got in this under 100 price range? Well, you know, I'm, I've got some nostalgic feels for you as well. I mean, it's not mm. quite as old as the Chatterphone but it's still something from our youth. So do you guys remember, uh, for me, I was in like middle school, early middle school. You guys might've been a little bit older in high school, maybe or something, but do you remember the Casio calculator watches? Of course. Oh yeah. Cause everyone need a calculator on their wrist, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that very much. So. If I remember right, John still had one when I met him in college, he was still I did. with one Absolutely. of those calculator watches. <laughs> <laughs> well, they have re-released a version of this oh, from really, Casio. Though. Really? Oh. The DBC 32B calculator watch. This thing is everything it used to be and a little bit more. I was just going to say, is it modernized or like it still is like the old one or what did they change on it? Well, so what it is, the DB stands for database. The C is still calculator, okay. but the DB okay. stands for database. This thing now has a memory bank that can retain up to 25 sets of data. Things like people's names, their phone numbers, <laughs> what uh, language they speak, mm, okay. all this kind of interesting stuff. It does use 13 different languages. Wow. So not just English, but Portuguese, Spanish, hmm. French, Dutch, blah, 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 blah. Oh, Portuguese. There you go. I'm sold. Yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> who doesn't want to do math in Portuguese? Exactly. So... <laughs> I always wanted one of those watches, never had one. Yeah, me too. Uh, this seems like a great way to be able to relive a little bit of this. Now, this is not Bluetooth. This will not hook up to your phone like a smartwatch. It won't give you messages or anything like that. But it's a damn Casio calculator watch. I mean, how it's old else, school. what else do yeah. you need? Really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the great thing is it's the same price as John's Chatterbox phone. It's $60. Nice. Hmm. So... That's you're not even having to spend the full C note. You're just, you know, 60%. Yeah, I'm looking at this picture of it. And I'll tell you, the thing that gets me right away, it still has the LCD display on it. It does. <laughs> that is that's, so freaking cool. That's the magic. Yeah. <laughs> yep. what? That's great. I know they made those anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they just found a whole bunch in storage somewhere yeah, and said, probably. hey, we got to do something New with old these. stock. Yeah. Sell them to George. <laughs> Done. Yep. So, Mo, do you have something that's 
nostalgic or do you have something that's a little bit more modern? It's definitely more modern. Right. It's on par with like, you know how everything's connected by Bluetooth these days, right? You get a washing mm-hmm. machine, Bluetooth, your refrigerator is Bluetooth, your oven mm-hmm. is Bluetooth, all that your stuff. Your chatter phone is Bluetooth. Your chatter phone it is, is now Bluetooth. Right. Your Fisher Price <laughs> toy is now Bluetooth. So this is one that I saw it and I'm like, I would love this as a gift, but I would never buy it for myself. And it is a... <laughs> It's a perfect for this list. That's exactly, yeah, exactly. what this is about. <laughs> it is Bluetooth meat thermometer. Ooh. Get the hell off the show. What are you talking about? A Bluetooth I, I can, meat I thermometer? Wait, not. You, Mr. Bidet, gets to throw no shade <laughs> on a Bluetooth That's meat right. thermometer. You're I'm sorry, right. Mr. Bidet. Uh, yeah. All right. I'm Mr. shutting Bidet, up. I take man. it back. Good point. <laughs> So what's cool about this is like you put the sensor into your meat like you do like for anything. Mm-hmm. And then you, on your phone, you set your alarm and your settings like, OK, when it gets to this temperature or, or whatever. OK, I can see the benefit. And then it puts an alarm in your phone and it notifies you. So it goes straight to a phone app. Yes, it goes right to a phone. Oh, app. that's different because I've seen wireless meat thermometers that go to a secondary device that, like, you can walk around with or carry with you a little screen that shows you the temperature of the meat or the rare, mid rare, whatever of a mm-hmm. like, and you choose poultry, oh, right, right. beef, that kind of stuff. But this no, one goes to this a one phone. Goes app? to your phone. Wow. So again, talk about the whole looking cool factor. You'd be Thanksgiving <laughs> right? dinner. Also, your phone rings like, oh, I have to go. My turkey oh, is ready. The turkey is done. <laughs> <laughs> the turkey is calling. I've got to take this. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> now, here's the thing. So you guys found things that were on the lower end of the 50 to 100. Mm-hmm. This is okay. at the absolute highest end. It's ninety-nine Oh, <laughs> It's a nickel <laughs> short of $100. How many? And is it just one meat thermometer then? Just for one. The, oh, my God. Just one. Ah, this explains why Mo doesn't want to buy it for himself. Exactly. <laughs> like if it was a pack of four. Yeah. But how does it actually, I'm trying to figure out how they managed to create a Bluetooth transmitter that could take that level of heat. That's the thing that kind of amazes me a little it's bit. It's got to be the casing around it. Yeah, it's got to be something. Hmm. But it uh, apparently it works and, you know, it's got right. pretty good ratings on Amazon. But 100, 100 bucks, oh, you know, but Ooh. it does look cool. And I think you could look cool if you have one. I mean, I, nope. I'm i almost considering buying this for myself because I do a lot of <laughs> cooking in the oven, like where I'll sear a steak on the stove mm-hmm. and then put it in the oven to finish. And getting that perfect medium rare temperature oh, yeah. is sometimes difficult because, you know, sometimes you think, oh, it hasn't had enough time yet. And yep. you don't trust yourself. But having a digital thermometer that puts you, you right at that number. Wow. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, like steak or anything, you go from perfect to the garbage. So now I don't know if we glossed over this or you didn't say it did you say the name of this thing am i reading it right the meter the meter m-e-a-t-e-r the meter yes. plus the meter plus that is an awesome name too for this i mean come on that's, <laughs> that's worth 25 dollars of the hundred right there there you yeah. go just in just in marketing that's yeah. well spent yeah and you can be 165 feet away from your stove and still get notified that's important you be your neighbor's house and say oh i have to go back to my house because my turkey is ready you know what that works for uh-uh. that is perfect if you're the grill master at an outdoor oh, barbecue you grill go. event yeah, and you're wanting right, to right. go talk with your friends you don't have to stand by the grill the whole time and miss all nope. the fun conversations and everything. You, you can be a part of the party still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw this one. I'm like, this is pretty awesome. <laughs> so The meter again, plus. The meter right. plus. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo, and for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book, and together, we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, 
and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts. If you're a diehard Gen X grown-up, you can pledge your support by clicking join on YouTube or by becoming a patron at genxgrownup.com slash Patreon. When you're holiday shopping for the people you love, Grossmont Center has the gifts you'll love to give at the stores where you love to shop. This Christmas, get something comfy and fun from What's Up. We've got bear feet, pig feet, goofy feet, trendy feet, married feet, family feet, fun feet, just part of the excitement this Christmas at What's Up? Contemporary paper and giftware. The perfect gifts are waiting for you at 140 specialty shops and four major department stores at Grossmont Center. We have made it to the top of the pile. Up until now, mm-hmm. we restrained ourselves, you know, kind of at a price range, 25, 50, 100. Here we want to just go hog wild. <laughs> Money is no object for this choice. And, and I have to say that nobody said they wanted a Ferrari. Nobody, let me say, no, you know, no, you know, no. $800,000. These are actually reasonable gifts, uh, but pretty darn cool, but they will set you back a bit. Yeah. So Mo, why don't we start with you? What do you have if money were no object that is a great geek gift? Oh, let me tell you, because when I think of no object, I was like, okay, if I won the lottery, yep. what would I buy? You know, that's what I'm thinking. Right. Kind of like, you know, and honestly, I wouldn't buy a Ferrari. I wouldn't buy any of those things because I really, I'm not that into cars, but what I would buy is the ultimate Star Wars Millennium Falcon model kit from Lego. Oh, the Lego. That's on the top of your lottery bucket list? Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. This thing is- <laughs> what are you? What? Yeah. What, 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 why are you questioning this? Mainly because he can quit work and help time to build it. That's exactly. why I really well, want it. Okay, fair enough. 7,541 pieces. Ooh, man. Okay. What is this built out of? Lego. It's a Lego kit. Oh, it's Lego. It's yeah. Lego. Yeah, it's a Lego oh, model. Oh, I don't even want to hear the price. Okay, so for a mere $999. Jesus. For a Lego kit. This wow. is the largest Lego kit they've ever come out with. It's not mm. just the exterior. It's also the interior. You can take off the top and you can see the inside. Damn, it better be big enough to walk around in for $1,000. <laughs> well, I, I don't know about that, but it's definitely it's like three and a half feet long. I mean, it's like it's monster size. It's just amazing. Look at the pictures. Oh, my God. I mean, he said one, if you won lottery, you'd have time to actually build this or it would take you like mm-hmm. a year. And hopefully in that year, you don't lose a piece. But I saw this thing and I was like, wow, again, if I had unlimited money, didn't care, I would buy this in a heartbeat. So if it's got the exterior as well as the interior, I'm mm-hmm. assuming that you've seen pictures where maybe there's some hinge mechanism that allows you to see the interior, because otherwise, what's the point? Yeah, I think that the top actually lifts off, but I'm not 100 oh, okay. I'm not 100 uh, how it works, but it does yeah. offer you. I mean, you wouldn't bother with the interior if you couldn't see it you know and exactly seen, right and, and lego yeah. they take care of details like that but again it's seven thousand five hundred pieces mm. and it looks freaking amazing so again yeah, if I, I had unlimited money ugh, and a lot of time i would yeah, totally i, do I this guess one. if i had unlimited money and unlimited time i i probably would build it too actually now that i think of it <laughs> so. i mean yeah those two things of course i would but <laughs> i can't fathom a world where that's possible <laughs> I mean, come on. It's got two sets of minifigures with it, too. Only two? Oh, well, there we go. Done. Two sets. So Straight. you have the original cast, you know, the original Star Wars, and then they have the new one you know, with old Han Solo and Ren. And, come on. That by itself is worth it. <laughs> so, George, when you're zooming it around like your Viper, you can pretend what movie you're pretending, right? <laughs> For $1,000, it ought to have every damn Star Wars minifig that exists. 
There better be a little job of the hut hanging on to the damn <laughs> struts at the bottom. But it's got 7,500 pieces. I don't know if I said that enough. You, know, you did. You did say that. Yes. Mm. Okay. But anyway, that's what I'm talking about. It's awesome. So if anyone has $1,000 burning a hole and wants to give me a gift, there you go. Yeah. Wow. So Hook that's what I got. So, John, what do you have for us at this range? I'm actually surprised I got to pick this because I thought Mo might have picked this on his list based on his recent experiences. Mm. In fact, you did inspire me to pick this as I was oh, okay. doing some research. Okay, I'm curious. Uh, yeah. So I selected the Oculus Quest 2 Pro Bundle oh. for VR. Yeah. I know you've gotten into the Oculus Quest yeah. 2 lately. Yeah. Uh, we, we've you know enjoyed working with the King of Nerds uh, on YouTube and you did a collaboration with him. And, yeah. You, know, you, you played the, that D&D game, which was really awesome. Mm-hmm. And you know, the more I look at it, you know, you have one and I know several of our patrons over on Discord have one and George and I are kind of jonesing to get one these days. I've been been dying to play that Alex Half-Life game on from, oh, yeah. uh, Valve. Valve I mean, there's yeah. a lot of reasons to get it. But if I was going to go bananas and money is no object, I wanted the Pro Bundle because it has all it has you know it has the case and it has the the Pro the, the nice premium head strap and yeah. all the kind of peripherals that come with it. And even at that price, it's kind of like a top tier console price. It's four hundred ninety seven dollars yeah. for that mm, bundle. Okay, five hundred bucks. Ridiculous. Well, that includes the Oculus Quest too. Of course. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all the parts with the Oculus Quest. It's not yes. just the accessories, right? It's so what whole- are the accessories then? Because so I looked at the Amazon web link that you provided that yep. has the nickel for Gen X grown up if anybody buys this. That's right. But <laughs> I was just curious because I saw the case and I saw the head strap and then the standard Oculus Go with its two controllers. What? What makes this a pro bundle? Well, th- that's that's pretty much. So first, it's the top tier. It's the 256 gig model. So okay. it's the higher end Oculus Quest. Mm-hmm. And both the uh, carrying case and the Elite head strap are both normally go for 50 bucks a piece. So on top of the Oculus Quest, you get those higher end accessories. So it's really just getting all the pieces you need to enjoy it. And, and if hey, if I'm not buying it, if it's a gift for me, get me the best one. That's what I'm going to yeah. say. I can tell you that I, I would you know from the one I bought, I bought just the starter, the regular, just the Quest part, you know, just the, mm-hmm. the basic one. I wound up buying a new head strap and a case afterwards. Oh, did you? Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. So in hindsight, I wish I would have bought this bundle. So I'm glad you have it on. Save a little bit of cash. So what about the 256 gig part, Mo? Do you wish you had upgraded to that model as well because of the hard drive space or the memory or whatever that yeah. relates to? So far, it's, yeah, it's, it's onboard memory. So, so far... I haven't run out of memory, but, you know, in hindsight, again, it's like, oh, I could definitely see it. You know, it's one of those things that when you buy a game, it loads all the games onto your headset, unless mm-hmm. you're playing through Steam or something like that. So the more you have on, the more games you can keep on the headset. And of course, you can probably rotate them out. I'm sure that's, but that's a pain. <laughs> Let's be honest. It's like, know? it's like buying that phone with extra memory. It's like, maybe yeah. you don't need that much storage, but it's the comfort of knowing you have that headroom. That's kind of how I right. think of it. You know, if, if you're going to get one, the difference is probably, I don't know, hundred bucks or something between yeah, the two. So, Sometimes it's like worth that. it to not have to manage which one is loaded and that kind of thing so yeah, yeah absolutely so that's my pick yeah nice. again throw the link down in the show notes i yeah we'll get three or four in the mail great thank you <laughs> <laughs> all right george wrap us up here on this money is no object category what did you pick yeah so uh what i picked is probably more for a specific subset of geek and that is maybe the creative geeks in your life the artist geeks hmm. in your life okay i have 
for a long time been wanting to get back into artwork and back into drawing some stuff that I used to enjoy trying to learn how to do when I was in my 20s and 30s, but uh, then fell away from it. And it's one of those skills that if you don't practice it every day, it doesn't necessarily yeah. stay with you. It's not mm-hmm. like riding oh, yeah. a bike, you know, kind of thing. I remember, you know, your desire to do art kind of in- inspired which tablet you bought, which laptop you bought because of those abilities, right? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I was able to do quite a bit with my laptop, my Asus uh, Fold thing is a Zen mm-hmm. pad or whatever deal. it is. Sure. I forgot what they're called. And I got one of the little um, bamboo ink pens to work with mm-hmm. it. You know, oh, and nice. it, it yeah. does a good solid job. So for me, I kind of have a lot of my drawing needs taken care of. However, there are purpose-built devices for artists and we've seen them at conventions at the artist tables all the time where there's an artist and he's sitting there with this really large looking yeah. screen and about. he's actually drawing on it and he's got his image there Hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. and that's what I kind of went with for this choice. So it's the Wacom critique 22 drawing tablet. Uh, this one is no cheap gift at $1,200. It's the largest one on Mm. the list this year. Yeah, for sure. But it is, it is in my opinion, very worth it. If you have somebody who wants to seriously get into art and design and drawing and all of that, it it comes with a huge resolution, 19 by 10, 1080, uh, 1920 by 1080 anti-glare display, super responsive pen and everything. I mean, it's it's really a nice setup. So, so question, is the 22, is that the, the size of the screen that you get? Uh, I think if I remember right, because there's a 15 model and a 22 model, and I think uh, that it is the size. 22, um, that's pretty big. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's just called medium. If you use oh, our really? Amazon link, there's a small for $600 <laughs> and then the medium. Got um, it. I'm, yeah, it's 21 and a half inches. So oh, okay. so that's why they go oh, with yeah. 22, yeah. I guess, instead of 21.5. Sure. You know, when I think of a, a Wacom drawing tablet, I was picturing the the touchpad, right? That mm. you have a pin on. And they do have those, yeah. And you're looking at the screen, because I have a little one of those. I'm like, mm-hmm. $1,200. But I'm looking at your link here, and I'm seeing that this is like a purpose-built artist's tablet. This is. is like a, a, a like a high-quality uh, laptop mm-hmm. almost, but it's focused specifically on artwork. So some people are comfortable with the drawing tablets like you're talking about. So mm-hmm. they don't mind looking up at the screen and not looking at their hand, you know, and have that hand-eye coordination so right. that they're drawing on the tablet and they can see on the screen where it's making the marks and they're comfortable with that process. Yep. But a lot of artists, just like the old days of Leonardo da Vinci, they like to be drawing on the actual object itself, sure. you know, like painting a canvas on, you know, or uh, painting a mural on a wall or something like that. You're not looking at one thing and your hands over in a different direction. It's actually on the thing you're doing. Mm-hmm. And so for those types of people who like to be centrally focused on the image and the physical movement of your hand at the same time, these drawing tablets that are purpose-built devices are mm-hmm. key mm-hmm. to that process. And I know that for me, John, I had one of those little drawing tablets uh, right. like you're yeah, talking I about. I bought one for my son for uh, he was using it for school, believe it or not, because he was doing stuff remotely and drawing on a tablet, you know, like writing okay. on paper. Yeah. Like, like whiteboard kind of yeah. activities. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I found that when I wanted to draw, I gravitated much more toward my Asus tablet because I was drawing 
on the image sure, itself. Sure. And I was it was direct one-to-one under yeah. your pinpoint. I see. Yeah. So one thing I see about it, which looks pretty freaking amazing, is that you actually get like over, was it 8,000 pressure levels? Yeah. Which yeah. I can't imagine. Like if you're a real <laughs> artist, I mean, it's something you probably don't think about. You do unconsciously, right? You lighten your pressure heavier. But if it actually has that much variance in it, I can imagine how, how subtle you can get with what you do. That's got to feel really natural for somebody yeah, who's exactly. used to a physical exactly. medium. Yeah. Well, and that's the whole point because, I mean, with your hand, it's not like we can really measure our pressure level. I'm at pressure level one with my hand right. pencil and paper <laughs> right now. You, right. you can't really measure right. that. It's right? relative. Right. So, but there are able to measure it with these digital devices. And mm-hmm. the more pressure levels you have, the greater sensitivity you have. So a brush stroke that you mean to press really hard and give a deep curved line mm-hmm. versus mm-hmm. one that you just want to slightly wisp across the screen and just drag kinda, just a color feathering through. it a bit yeah, yeah it's, that's i mean that's why you need all those pressure levels yeah i bet you like it's super intuitive if you use it for a little bit with this thing absolutely yeah i get a feeling you, you're going to quickly feel where the 1200 went when you get your, your pin <laughs> you get your pin to screen you're like oh this ain't no laptop well, you're gonna feel where it went one way or the other if you buy it for somebody <laughs> yeah. no, i mean the gifts. recipient will feel where the money went right yeah. you know where the money went out of your account that's all <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice one. You know, I'm not a big time artist, but I do enjoy dabbling. I can't see spending that much, but maybe like the small might be kind of interesting. And I, mm-hmm. My daughter, however, is a huge artist. I mean, she went to art school. She's uh, maybe shh, maybe it's a gift for her. Quiet now. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that out loud. That's a good idea. Thanks, George. Sure. Nice. There's a lot of good ideas in mm-hmm. here. So, you know, if, if you tuned in, not sure what you were going to purchase for the geek in your life, I hope we have helped you out, whether it's, you know, something to dip your French fries in or a high-end <laughs> tablet or a Millennium Falcon toy, whatever it is. We sure appreciate that you joined us for this. Uh, before we leave, I want to take just a second. I love to thank when a new patron joins us over on oh, Patreon. Brad B. hooked us up. He just joined. He also uh, joined us over on Discord, another contributor in our community over there. So happy to have oh, you. Thank you awesome. for thank your, you. your commitment and support. It really keeps gas in the tank, keeps us going. We love it. Every single one of you, thank you, whether it's over on YouTube or over on Patreon. It means so much to us. So thanks again, Brad, for joining the squad. That's going to wrap it up for this backtrack edition of the show. We're going to be back in two weeks with another one, but next week is a standard edition of our show. Until then, I am John. George, thank you so much for being here. Yes, sir. Mo, you know, I appreciate you. Always fun, man. Fourth listener, it's you, though, we all appreciate most of all, and we will talk to you next time. Bye-bye. See you guys. Take care, everybody. JetX Grown Up is a member of the Evergreen Podcast family. Learn more at evergreenpodcasts.com. Unacceptable for grown ups. Your dinner cannot just be french fries. Basically, life sucks as a grown up. And that would make your stocking wet anyway if you squirted that in there. We don't want that in there. <laughs> that was a stupid response, and I'm not going to use it in this show because it was ridiculous. <laughs> oh, that's still going to be in there. My name is Cindy Burnett, and each week I interview at least two traditionally published authors on my podcast, Thoughts from a Page. We talk spoiler-free about their books, so you can listen whether you have read the book or not. And then we delve into things that you most likely won't hear about anywhere else. The importance of the cover design, why they included various aspects of the story, personal details about both the books and the author's lives, and so much more. You can find the podcast on every major platform and learn more about it on my website, thoughtsfromapage.com. Thanks so much for checking it out.